Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. What up, Get Up Nation? My name is Ben Binnick, the host of the Get Up Nation podcast and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance, with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. Recently, I had the privilege of speaking with James Mur- Murray from True TV's Impractical Jokers, where Murr and his lifelong friends, Joe, Q, and Sal, compete to embarrass each other with a series of dares in public. If they refuse the dare, they pay the consequence that their friends dream up, knowing each other's deepest fears and discomforts. After enduring some of the most horrendous punishments his friends can think of, embarrassing himself intentionally for the enjoyment of his friends and fans, I'm honored to have the opportunity to learn some of his insights into the power laughter can have in developing resilience, especially during the holidays. Keep in mind, he's also the author of a new book called Awakened, currently available from HarperCollins. Murr, thank you for joining me on the Get Up Nation podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Mer, first off, congratulations on the success you're having with Impractical Jokers. The show has tens of millions of views and is wildly successful in the United States and internationally. When you reflect on the show's success, how satisfying is it to know that in a world facing so much adversity and volatility, you and your closest friends give the world a break and enjoy some much-needed laughter with friends and family? Uh, it's very satisfying. I mean, that, that, that's, the whole, that, that's the biggest compliment I think we get from people is that, you know, we remind them of, of the time when, you know, you, you work your butt off during the day, before everybody's fighting about every single thing in the world, you know, and uh, you come home from work and just want to forget about the troubles of the day and you turn on the TV and you watch the show and it makes you feel better and, and kind of uh, lifts the human spirit. It, it, you know, that's the big, that and the, the other biggest compliment I think we get is, is, um, uh, you're, the, you're the one show that the whole family can watch. The grandparents, the parents, and the kids watch together. They all agree on it, and that that, that makes me feel really great. It just it's like it's it's like we used to do when I was a kid. You know, it, there was the one show that just everybody sat down to, uh, to watch and just made you feel better. Your show brilliantly highlights the relationship between anxiety and laughter. You find yourself in public. Your friends are telling you in an earpiece that no one else can hear what to do and say. If you refuse to say or do the embarrassing things they tell you to do in public, you lose. And you know a punishment is coming, dreamed up by the friends who know you best. You must have a burst of anxiety as you realize what you're going to have to do after you hear their voice in your ear. Like, for instance, uh, put a complete stranger's underwear on your head for 10 seconds at a, at a laundry <laughs> well, you go back to season one right there wow yeah and that was in the presence of that lady's very muscular husband too yes i i was very terrified <laughs> <laughs> or like when you shout like a ba repeatedly in the middle of the business presentation at tumblr to the displeasure of those around you what i'll do- give you a little a little scoop uh so starting so season eight starts uh, early next year we start filming at january 7th and uh the new opening credits of the tv show you know, uh, it might, when they say "mer" and I come up on the screen, it says, you know, my, it used to say, I want my mommy or whatever. I yelled in that one episode. <laughs> it will now, from season eight onward, say, 
Like a boss. <laughs> oh, that's oh excellent. What do you yeah. What do you go through as you as as you dream up these hilarious situations to to torture your friends with, but then you also have that double edged sword, knowing that they're dreaming up the same things for you. It, it's an interesting feeling that goes through you. One is first, you know, I'm 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 always proud of my friends for coming up with something that's unique and novel. You know, and they know so much about me and I know so much about them that we can really hone in on what will turn the screws inside of each other, you know. And um, it's this weird simultaneous feeling of being proud of them for coming up with something so funny, but also <laughs> terrified and mortified that I have to do it. And then, and then it activates the... Uh, the, uh, the higher parts of your brain that are trying to figure out whether you can do it, hmm. if it's acceptable to you in your own moral code, and uh, and if there's a way to do it in a way that won't get you punched and <laughs> and won't embarrass somebody else. It's all about embarrassing each other, not the public, you know. Yeah. So you're going through like a, a range of emotions: pride and fear and terror and anxiety and calculating whether you can do something it, all in a split second you know yeah. you go through these waves of emotion the perfect example is um is uh the Danica McKellar punishment where they maybe they, they convinced me that I had to go into a room they stripped me down they said I get Murray you're competing in a bodybuilding competition <laughs> and the, look at my body I, I'm built like a baby carrot you know so, <laughs> so they said Murray you gotta go in there they grease me up they, they strip me down to like this little kind of like speedo grease me up I'm already embarrassed of being near, almost naked. I go and they pipe in the sounds of a, a bodybuilding competition in the room I'm getting dressed in. So I think it's real. I walk into the room and they had my childhood crush, who everybody had a crush on in the 80s, Danica McKellar, who played Winnie Cooper on the TV show The Wonder Years. Right. And she's there gorgeous. Uh, she's aged much better than I have. <laughs> and she's in a cat And it's like a like a 2020 style, style interview and I'm the one interviewing her but I'm naked for no reason and my nipples are out it was mortifying so I went through so many emotions in that moment you can see it on my face one absolute shock two pride and my friends for, for for just going so far back in my past and and making it happen and and I was just so proud of them that they came up with such a great reversal and and a twist that I did not see coming uh, but also, I was absolutely terrified and mortified and everything in between. And it, and it shows on my face, oh, every emotion. Funny. Now, when it's your turn to embarrass your friends, you guys often laugh so hard, you're literally falling down. And certainly, mm -hmm. you live a life of laughter. Do you recall the time you've laughed the hardest you've ever laughed? Uh, the hardest I've ever laughed. I've had a few moments where I, I, I've fallen to the ground. <laughs> now, one is that just a few weeks ago... <laughs> We uh, we were teaching Krav Maga, which is the Israeli martial arts form. You know, mm -hmm. keep in mind we don't know any, we don't know these things. I, we don't know how. We, I watched one two minute YouTube video before I went into teach Krav Maga, right? <laughs> and and now I'm an expert. Uh, you know, so so we uh, we to, to, to screw with Joe. We bound <laughs> before the student came in. We had him. Uh, we bound his hands and ankles, his wrists and ankles, with duct tape. <laughs> Right, and so the, the student comes in and he says, uh, you know, Krav Maga uh, can teach you how to get a, out of any trap like this one. And we, of course, know that Joe has no physical ability to to get out of this. He has no skills that can, you know, render, uh, you know, several layers of duct tape ineffective. He can't be <laughs> trapped, right? And sure enough, he falls to the ground. He looks like a turtle 
that's been flipped on a shell and can't can't light itself, right? And uh, and as he's walking back and forth, he 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 let one rip, so to speak. He by accident it snuck out, and it was so loud because he's mic'd. And uh, I I just the combination of this had the insanity of the scenario. A student there in class, and he farts, and I I fell like a like a ton of bricks. I, I hit the ground, tears. And then Joe just nails the joke. Joe's like, uh, he had him do, uh, say, you know, Hadouken, you know, from, uh, from, uh, well, what's the video game? Uh, 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 my God. Thank you. Uh, Tree Fighter is, uh, what's the Hadouken, you know, the, uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. You know, the video, and it'll come to me, it'll come to me before the end of the interview, <laughs> but, um, uh, so, and he, he changed it to Hadouken, I, I Hadouken. It's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, that's great. You know, it's just, I think it's the hardest I've ever laughed in eight years of the TV show. Oh, that's amazing. And I want to talk about your new book series as well. Not only are you a brilliant comedian, but you're an author. Uh, the first book is called Awakened. It's available now through HarperCollins. Uh, my understanding is a sequel is coming in 2019 called The Brink. Will you share <laughs> some about your passion for writing and why you took this on? Well, I, I have a degree in English uh, from Georgetown. I always wanted to write a novel. And the funny thing is, like, my father... Um, uh, was getting his master's in English. He always wanted to be a novelist as well, and he got drafted into the war, so he never was able to finish it. And he was like literally one semester away from getting a master's in writing. And um, it was always his dream too. And so it was, it, it, I, it was very satisfying to, to me to finally get Awakened published. I wrote it 14 years ago. I spent a year of my life writing it. It's this like fast, action-packed thriller horror, it's exciting, it's a great read, like a it, cliffhanger endings, it just grabs you from the first page and does not let you go. The pace is relentless. And it's um, great flawed characters, it's a great book. Right? It, it, I really poured a lot of heart and passion into it. And But we weren't on TV, I didn't have an agent or a lawyer or anything, but I sent it out after, after the end of a year of writing, I sent it out to every publisher, and it got, retur got returned to me unopened. Mm. No one, because it was unsolicited, no one even opened the envelope to read it. Mm. So it sat on my computer for uh, over a decade. And uh, so a year ago, I sent it into HarperCollins, and they bought the trilogy from me. Uh, and so Wiggins hit, uh, hit stores this June, uh, and we hit number one on the international bestseller list. Which is pretty darn cool. Amazing. And then uh, The Brink, which is a sequel to Awakened, uh, just handed in last Thursday to the publisher. So I'm very excited to be on vacation now. Uh, <laughs> handed it in, and it comes out uh, June 18th next year. And then the book three comes out June 2020. Excellent. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. And uh, at, at Get Up Nation, I wanted to touch on that a little bit. We focus on helping people here. Uh, people, organizations, and societies develop resilience. So in the process of creating Impractical Jokers and, and creating your, your works of fiction, it sounds like it extends back even deep into your family. What is some adversity you've faced in that process and how you've used resilience and perseverance during these processes to get to this level of success? I mean, we failed far more than we succeeded in life, you know. Uh, it, took, uh, it took 11 years to get on TV of working <laughs> and failing. And uh, we, we did hundreds of shows, the guys and I together. We uh, had pilots on all the networks, and, and, uh, and those, got, uh, those didn't get greenlit for series. Uh, and uh, literally, you're at the point where we shot two pilots, one on Spike TV, the other on A&E, and, and neither of them was a series. And I was like, Jesus, man, what does it take to get ahead? You know, just trying, trying, mm -hmm. and really, what what it came what it came down to is we had to um, 
we had to find our edge. We had to find the right format for, to put forward what we were best at, which was obviously, you know, improv and, 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 um, and, uh, and this kind of spontaneous kind of uh, relationship that we have. But also what we wanted to do was figure out what showed, what put our, our strengths to uh, for, foremost to the viewer. And what that was was our friendship. Our friendship is what was, we felt was unique. And uh, we, we, it took a long time to find the right hook for what would, you know, the right vehicle for our friendship. And, you know, I consider Joker's a buddy comedy entirely. I don't think it's a, a perfect show at all. If anything, it's an upside-down hidden camera show where the joke's on us. It's not even a prank show. We're pranking each other. Um, but it, we're truly, when you strip it all down, it's a, it's a buddy comedy uh, about four best friends. And uh, it's all improv. So it's, um, it took a long time, a lot of failure to get there. A lot. Too much. And, uh, uh, yeah, what it taught you, though, know, it taught us is to uh, develop a thick skin and keep going. You just don't stop. Nice. Just keep going. You know, 99% of people give up, and uh, you just got to keep going. If you love it and you're great at it, just keep, you get great at it and just keep going and don't stop. Nice. That's a valuable message for us at Get Up Nation. Uh, Get, Up Nation Get Up Nation listeners, you look at somebody of Murr's success level, and realize how much work that took and, and how that perseverance is absolutely essential. Love that. It's a great message. And I want to bring up the stress of the holidays. As we focus on getting Get Up Nation through the holidays and keeping the joy in the holiday and the laughter in the holiday, Mur, what do you do during the holidays when you experience stress to keep the joy in your celebrations? Uh, I mean, you know, I see family and friends. That, that, that does it. And uh, I love Christmas. Man, it's the best holiday. And New Year's is great, too. It's all potential. That's a great thing. It's about uh, treating the people in your life well and, uh, and letting them know uh, how important they are to you. And then also it's all potential for the new year and, and, and what, what could be achieved. So I, I, I think it's a great time of year. So I see my friends and family and loved ones, and that's it. I think those are the most important things. Good deal. That, that keeps you grounded, keeps the stress away. Absolutely. Murray, you've been creating videos for fans this holiday season who've purchased your book. One of the most, yeah. one of the most hilarious being an evening uh, where you were recording a happy birthday video for a person named Emma while on family vacation. Mid-video, you were attacked by what appeared to be some sort of dinosaur-era insect <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I, I hope no one was injured that night, and it had to uh, help make Emma's birthday a hilarious one. Uh, I, 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 think, I think she loved the video. I, I, I literally, I did... Yesterday I did another 60 videos, the day before another 60, today I have 50 to do, tomorrow 50, to get them all done by Christmas. But um, yeah, the, the idea was, uh, it, it, that, that project has been overwhelming. I've done over 6,000 personal videos for fans wow. in the past few months that bought copies of a way of kids that were uh, uh, pre-ordered two copies of The Brink. And um, it, it, at its height, it almost killed me, because uh, <laughs> it's on my own free time, you know? But what, what I have not really put uh, uh, put on social media much is the reaction videos they get, which oh, makes yeah. all, were all worthwhile. I, I think I posted maybe one or two at most, and only very after asking permission and things like that. But the, the parents uh, sending these reaction videos as the kids watching the video I made them, freaking out and, and, and losing it, and <laughs> it, uh, it makes the whole darn thing so worthwhile. I keep an archive. Of not only every video I've done, but also of every reaction, reaction video I've gotten from fans afterward. When they went, you know, so somebody buys a, a, a somebody buys two copies of the of the brink, and I send a video to them of saying happy birthday to their mother or whatever, and, and they're crying, and it's, it's so, it is so overwhelming and impactful, and it makes the whole thing worthwhile. 
it's so powerful to see someone with such skill at comedy creating this type of impact for people. I would think that, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now, as you look back and you think of how you've lived, when you see those videos over time, it must be something that will be intensely satisfying to know that that's how, during your lifetime, that's how you impacted people in the world. And I wanted to bring up in the Finding Remo episode of Impractical Jokers, you wore a very impressive holiday sweater. Uh, Mur yeah. Uh, at Get Up Nation, we're running a contest where Get Up Nation podcast social media followers tag me with their approaches to keeping the laughter in the holidays when the holidays can often get overrun with stress. Today, instead of ending the show with my six usual questions, I would be honored if you would help me congratulate the winner of the Get Up Nation Funny Holiday Sweater Contest. I promised one winner, but the holidays have me feeling generous, so I'm announcing two winners today who shared with me how they overcome their holiday stress. Our winners are Eric Frank and Ben Baker. They are going to get some very interesting sweaters sent to them on behalf of Get Up Nation. They may have full-length sleeves, or they may not have sleeves, for that matter, but I'm also going to be sending them a copy of your book, Awakened, in honor of hey, you. Right. Yeah, in honor of right. you and, and you taking time out to join me today. Uh, hopefully, Ben and Eric will tag us in a photo of them reading your book in their favorite fireside chair, wearing their Get Up Nation holiday sweater that most certainly will not fit Mur, will you join me in congratulating Ben Baker and Eric Frank for being the winners of the Get Up Nation podcast Funny Sweater Contest? Ben and Eric, well done, my friends. You have succeeded. You have the ugliest sweaters in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mur, for taking time out during the holidays to remind Get Up Nation to maintain their sense of humor and use it as a tool to keep them resilient. Tune into Impractical Jokers this holiday season as one tool in your toolkit to stay resilient and pick up copies of Mur's books. One's already out. Two are coming. All the best to you and yours, Mur. Thank you so much. Thank you, Get Up Nation. Hope you enjoyed the Funny Holiday Sweater Contest. Congrats to Eric Frank and Ben Baker. Also, I got some late entries, and I'm including the following people as winners in the Get Up Nation podcast Funny Holiday Sweater Contest. David Higgins, Tiffany Young, and Dr. Wagner, host of the Disabilities Redefined TV show. Congratulations, everyone. Private message me with a mailing address so I can mail you a Get Up Nation gift package. Have an amazing holiday, everyone, and make sure you take some time to laugh, no matter what challenges you're facing. My name is Ben Biddick of the Get Up Nation podcast. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe.